1: Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen,
0: you can't fight in here. This is the war room.
1: Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's
0: too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks show. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in the lovely city of Kinston, North Carolina. It is Tuesday, April the 18th in the year of the Lord 2023. This is... Episode 840 of The Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game. And before we even get started out of the gates here, out of the, the starting blocks on the track, let me give you a heads up uh, as we're uh, doing the show live here. I don't know what's going on with the city of Kingston Power right now, but it's flickered a couple of times here in the pregame and the in the pre-show activities Knocking everything offline. So uh I will uh, I will tell you we will do our best to continue to bring you a show this morning and uh in uninterrupted fashion. But uh if uh we we are very dependent on power here uh on the Brian Hanks show. So if we get knocked off, I, I will I'm I'm preemptively apologizing right now. In case something happens, but uh, I'm hoping we're gonna we're gonna stay good. It's been solid now for a for about seven or eight minutes. So uh, if if you're listening right now, Pam Sheffield, Keith Spent, you're driving on your way into work right now, and you're like, hey, I can hear Brian; he's loud and clear. Hey, what happened to him? Well, at least now you'll know. And uh, the bad thing about that too is if it knocks it out, uh, it knocks out my roadcaster, my board here that I do everything on, and I won't even be able to. uh to uh, archive the show so keep your fingers crossed listeners that we go two hours without a without a power surge or whatever the heck is happening here on uh, white hall drive here in kinston this morning but you know what i am going to go into this with uh, all positivity and all it, it, we're going to be fine we're absolutely going to be fine click There you go. Hey, we've got a great show for you today, man. We are jam packed to the gills today. Joining me in less than 20 minutes, uh, arguably my favorite person outside of hot Linda, of course, is, uh, he's a news editor of the Carter County news times. He's our NBA and hoops expert. And, uh, just very excited to have him on with the NBA playoffs now underway. It's our good friend, Richard Clark. Uh, we've got three days now of official NBA playoffs under our belt, and uh, three days now, not three games, three days. It officially started on Saturday, and uh, had some pretty good games last night, and again, just can't wait to talk to him, and uh, I've got to tell you, man, it's looking like Vegas was uh, was totally, totally wrong uh, about, well, to this point anyway, about Golden State and Sacramento, because Sacramento's up two games to nothing now. So uh, very excited about that because uh, I'm all about a little bit of change. I mean, I, I'm not the guy that la- likes the New York Yankees winning every year or the Golden State Warriors winning every year or, I don't know, the New England Patriots winning every year. I like a little diversity. And to see Sacramento up now two games to none, very excited about that. But we'll talk about all that with Richard Clark when he joins us here in uh, in less than 20 minutes. In fact, about 15 minutes from now. I can't wait to get caught up with all that stuff with him, but it's Tuesday and for what is possibly the final time until the fall, I hope to tip off our second hour. We're going to visit with former Kinston star, former Carolina, University of North Carolina Tar Heel, and now a Georgetown Hoya, Don Trez Stiles is going to be joining us for Tuesdays with Trez. Uh, very, very excited about that to, uh, have him on. Like I said, probably for the last time, uh, at least until the fall, maybe he'll come in and visit with us sometime this summer and catch us up on everything that's going on with his life. But as you know, we were, you know, we've mentioned it plenty of times. We probably will a few more times this week. We were on vacation last week and, uh, Trez made his decision, I guess a week ago, Sunday that, uh, he was going to attend Georgetown and play for the Hoyas and Hey, more power to him. I am excited for him. Would I have loved to have seen him stay uh, in North Carolina, maybe go to NC State or even ECU. Heck yeah, I would have loved to have seen that. But uh uh but he he made the decision that was right for him, that was right for his family, that was right for his future. And uh man, can't wait to support him. Can't wait to buy me a Georgetown Hoya Dontrez Styles number three jersey. Very excited about that. But uh can't wait to talk to him. We'll talk to him to tip off our second hour, our, our last. Uh, I guess officially our last Tuesdays with Trez for uh, for the 2022-2023 season at least. Uh, like I said, we'll get him back uh, hopefully in the fall and in that vein. Uh, as you know, uh, Joe Hargett brought you Tuesdays with Trez all during basketball season uh, because he was a Carolina guy. Uh, if, you, if you would like to sponsor Tuesdays with Trez uh, in the fall, hey, get up with me. It's very affordable. I'll let you know about it, and uh, we will, uh, again, very excited to have him on to start our second hour. But that's not all. About 20 minutes or so into our second hour. We're going to visit with the head coach of that incredible Lenore Community College baseball team there. Now 26-12 overall. They are 18-7 in Region 10. Gary Smith, he's going to be in his car. And uh, we're going to be uh, chatting with him uh, on his way into Kinston. And just like Richard and Trez, Coach Smith will be uh, joining us on the Spence Automotive Guest Line. Uh, and if that wasn't enough, that, that's, a, that's a ton of guests there with uh, Richard Clark and Dontres Styles and Gary Smith. Guess what? Joining me in the second hour right here, helping me co-host the show in our second hour will be the son of Kinston, Scott Whittington, uh, joining us in our second hour. So I'm telling you, man, we've got you a show here on episode 840 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenora Community College. Speaking of. Of lenore community College, let's thank those uh those folks over there for 65 years and two weeks and one day lenore community college has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives lcc's mission is to meet the personal cultural and professional educational needs of its students through affordable accessible and innovative educational programs lcc has its main campus right here in kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And again, uh, we had Richie Honeycutt on here yesterday. Just every time we have her on, it's amazing. We have so much fun. But uh, just catching us up on all the great things that's happening over at LCC. All month long, they're celebrating their 65th anniversary. And uh, go to the LCC Facebook page. You can find out everything that is going on this month for uh, LCC and celebrating, like I said, their 65th anniversary. But you know what? I, I just I feel the need, especially after being off last week and being away from you guys and being away from our advertisers, I want to thank our day one advertisers who have been with us every step of the way, and, of course, Lenore Community College is is one of those. UNC Lenore Healthcare, the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Day one sponsor, GoEco Office Automation, Uh, the proud sponsor of our birthday game that you hear every day, Jacques Jacques. Jacques Passaleg and GoEco Office Automation. really, truly do appreciate them. And again, uh, one of our day ones that have been with us since uh, the very beginning. Uh, Want to thank Spence Automotive, uh, Keith Spence, and Spence Automotive, uh, the sponsor of our guest line. You're going to hear uh, three guests on the Spence Automotive guest line today, and really do appreciate, truly appreciate Keith Spence and Spence Automotive for being uh, with us since the very beginning. Thank you to Danny Rice and Woodman Life. Uh, they've been with us uh, since the, since the very beginning too. Really do appreciate them. And uh, last, and definitely not least, our our last day one that's been with us since the very beginning. Uh, a Rendell Parrot Academy, uh, David Moody and Rendell Parrot Academy—they're the largest independent, non-sectarian college prep school in the region, located on a beautiful 80-acre campus in Kinston Parrot Academy draws students from all over Eastern North Carolina. Listen, Parrot Academy students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Give them a call at two five two. 522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 Dobbs Farm Road in Kinston. And, again, thank you, thank you, thank you to David Moody, all the folks over to Rendell Parrot Academy. Again, like I said, with all our day ones, Woman in Life, Spence Automotive, GoEco Office Automation, UNC Lenore Healthcare, and Lenore Community College. And before you know it, I mean, it's April 18th now, but before you know it, we are going to be back in football season and it's just right around the corner. Listen, uh, talk to my boy uh, Jason Bryant. He will hook you up. I know there. I'm asked quite a bit. How can I be a sponsor of the Brian Hank Show? The easiest way to do it is to give uh, our good friend Jason Bryant a call at 252-639-7900. And he will tell you how you can do that. Okay. Hey, uh, thank you again to all our uh, advertisers. We really do appreciate them. This show doesn't exist without them. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. Let's jump into this here. And uh, da, 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 da. Hey, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes last night, they opened their 2023 Stanley Cup playoff run. With a tougher than expected two to one win against the New York Islanders, uh, they went up two to nothing early, and then uh, Antti Ranta, I hope I said that right, uh, helped them hold on for the win and the one to nothing series lead. Game two of the best of seven series is tomorrow night in Raleigh at PNC Arena. But a nice little start there for the Carolina Hurricanes in a game that could have been a little bit more trouble than it turned out to be. So, uh, congratulations to. Uh, to the Carolina Hurricanes, again, up one to nothing in that series. Game 2 tomorrow night. How about your Lenore Community College Lancers baseball team? They are now 26-12 and 12 overall, 18-7. and seven. Like I said, we're going to talk to Gary Smith in our second hour. And uh, they play a doubleheader tomorrow at home against Pitt Community College. Doubleheader will begin at 1 o'clock. Get out there. It's supposed to be a beautiful day uh, tomorrow. Let's get out there and support our Lancers. If you miss that, though, guess what? They're going to be at Southeastern Community College in Whiteville for a doubleheader on Saturday. But they're back home versus uh, Southeastern Community College Sunday at 1. So here in the next few days, tomorrow at 1 o'clock, a doubleheader against Pitt Community College Sunday at home versus Southeastern Community College at 1 o'clock. Both of them start at 1 o'clock. How about our Down East Wood Ducks? It feels like I haven't seen a Wood Ducks game in forever. And you know what? That's not far off. It's been, what, 11 days, I guess. 11 days because they didn't play on Saturday a week ago because it got rained out. So they only played two games at home so far this season. And guess what? As Shane Albee texted me this morning, and he's absolutely right, take on the hated Carolina Mudcats uh, beginning in a six-game series. Uh, and it starts, Hey, I got an anonymous person that reminded me of this, but you are right. Anonymous listener. Uh, the game tonight begins at six. It does not begin at seven as we're used to. It begins at six o'clock tonight. Why? Because there's an education, uh, day game tomorrow against the hated Carolina mudcats. So when they have an 11 AM game the next day, they always start an hour early. So that's what they're doing tonight a 6 p.m. start at Historic Granger Stadium. And thank you, Anonymous listener. (laughs) You know who you are. Uh, I appreciate you for reminding me about that, but it is. It's a 6 o'clock start tonight, so get out to Historic Granger Stadium and support your uh, Down East Wood Ducks tonight. Again, a six-game series. It begins tonight. uh, It's uh, Tribute Tuesday, I believe. That's when uh, the Down East Wood Ducks give tickets to uh, – give tickets to – some uh, different organizations, you, it could be the Boys and Girls Club, it could be some United Way agencies, but we're very grateful to uh, the Downing East Wood Ducks for what they do. But that's tonight, and then tomorrow, Education Day, out at the ballpark. The game begins at 11 a.m. And I'm going to get to this in a second. Tomorrow is just going to be just a great day for sports fans. Uh, but it begins at a Historic Greenwich Stadium tomorrow. You know what? Actually, that's not even true. It begins at 7 a.m. right here on the Brian Hanks Show. As you tune in you listen to me from 7 to 9, then at 11 o'clock, You'll head over to Historic Granger Stadium for Education Day. Then you got Lenore Community College Baseball at 1 o'clock. That'll go to about 5 o'clock or so, probably longer than that, actually about 6 or 6.30 with a double header. And you will have had you a complete day of sports. And then you get home from that tomorrow, and you'll get to watch the Carolina Hurricanes and the Stanley Cup playoffs. So I'm telling you. Uh, Don't plan for anything tomorrow. In fact, I'm giving you permission to take tomorrow off. Lay in bed, listen to me from 7 to 9 a.m. tomorrow. Get up, brush your teeth, shower, go to the uh, Down East Wood Ducks game at 11 o'clock, Education Day game, and you will love it. There's going to be about probably 1,500, 2,000 kids out there screaming loud. You'll hear their voices in your head for the next two days. I I love Education Day out at the ballpark. Then when you leave there, go over to uh, uh, Lancer Field, over on the campus of Lenore Community College, watch the doubleheader against Pitt Community College, their arch rivals. And uh, I'm telling you, man, uh, then you come home until about 11 o'clock, you'll watch uh, the Carolina Hurricanes in the playoffs. And that, my friends, is a great sports day. Uh, and you have my permission. If Tell your boss to call me, okay? And I, I, will, uh, I will give you permission for that. It's, it's going to be a great sports day tomorrow. But to finish about the Wood Ducks again tomorrow, education day, 11 a.m., Thursday is Thirsty Thursday out at the ballpark. Friday is going to feature a post-game fireworks show. Saturday is going to be a clear bag giveaway. And then Sunday is going to be Dogs and Dogs Day at the ballpark. So a just amazing complete day out at a Historic Granger Stadium uh, day. I'm sorry, a complete week over at Historic Granger Stadium. But again, don't forget, 6 p.m. start tonight. For your wood ducks. Uh, so uh, don't don't be showing up at 645 and we're already three or four innings into the game. And you're like, what the heck? You've been told, okay? So uh, make sure you get that right. Hey, uh, another big thing is happening tomorrow. I talked about it on yesterday's show a little bit. I'm very excited about it. I hope you are too. The kinson Lenore County Sports Hall of Fame voting is going to be tomorrow at 1 o'clock at Kinson Community Center. We've got a, a, a nice ballot. I was studying some of it last night. And, uh, man, we've got some great uh, people that are on the ballot this year. I mean, Craig Hill's on the ballot. Bill Ellis is on the ballot. Wells Gulledge on the ballot. Reggie Bullock on the ballot. Uh, we've just got a lot of, of uh, great athletes and coaches and contributors to the sport. Keith Spence is on the ballot uh, as a as a sports writer, the first sports writer that's been nominated for the and lenoir County Sports Hall of Fame. So very, very excited about that. And hope to see, uh, of course, as you can probably guess, all five of those people I just said are Burt Bright on the ballot from a Randall Parrot Academy. All six of those people. uh, We get to vote for 12. There's about 60 people on the ballot. But uh, as you can tell, I'm I'm probably voting for all those people I just mentioned there uh, unapologetically. Uh, But I'm telling you, uh, I'll probably talk about it again tomorrow. But Thursday morning. We're going to have a uh, George Whitfield in here uh, on the show and hopefully I haven't even asked him yet, but Corey Povar, if you're listening right now, I'm going to be calling you and asking you to come on the show on Thursday for us to uh, talk about the people who were elected to the Kinstall North County sports hall of fame. And again, very excited about that. That takes place th- uh, tomorrow at one o'clock. So uh, we'll have that ballot. Follow my Twitter feed, follow me on Facebook and the show on Facebook. We'll be announcing all the people that are elected to the County Sports Hall of Fame uh, from that ceremony to, or from that uh, balloting tomorrow. And this Friday is going to be a really special one here in the sports history of the city of Kinsley. I mentioned it yesterday, mentioning it again today. Our very own Jerry Stackhouse is going to be inducted into the North Carolina Sports hall of fame or inducted into the north carolina sports hall of fame i am going to be there friday night i'm very excited about that uh, coach whitfield jimmy smith craig hill others are going to be there and uh again just very excited to be sitting there at uh at the ceremony and uh, welcoming jerry stackhouse into the hall uh, we're trying to get him uh, on the show this week i'm hoping uh that we're gonna i'm hoping that we can get him here in the studio i don't know how uh, possible that's going to be i know he's got a crazy busy week because not only does he have the hall of fame induction on friday night in raleigh for the north carolina sports hall of fame but uh he's got a weekend of activities too uh that he's going to be participating in but hopefully Hopefully, we're going to have him here on the show one day this week to talk about his induction. Man, he won another Coach of the Year award yesterday. You know, already he's been the SEC Coach of the Year. He's been uh, 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 he's won several of those Hall of or of uh, those Coach of the Year honors. Uh, he was named yesterday the Tennessee uh, College Coach of the Year. So it's just been a great, great, great season for uh, Vanderbilt coach Jerry Stackhouse, Kinston native. Uh, NBA veteran, uh, so many different names, philanthropists, so many uh, ways we can describe Jerry, but hopefully, uh, we're going to have him here on the show uh, this week to, like I said, to commemorate him being inducted into the North Carolina sports hall of fame on top of all that, everything else is going on with, this is also ENC Renaissance fair week at the Lenore County fairgrounds. We're going to have some guests uh, on the show later this week. We're still working out all those details. I, I was originally planning on trying to be out there Friday morning for uh, uh, for the ENC Renaissance Fair and doing the show live from there. I think that's kind of fallen through a little bit. I think we're going to just uh, do, the, do the show here. But Friday is going to be uh, dedicated to the ENC Renaissance Fair. So Rob Gaudier. And uh, maybe a couple other folks will be joining us here on the show to celebrate that. And I'll tell you what, uh, let me circle back to the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame real quick. Uh, There is a ticket that is available. And if you'd like to buy a ticket or if you would like to go, I got to tell you, Danny Rice, uh, as you know, we've talked about him several times here. Uh, He had knee surgery, uh, I don't know, three weeks ago, four weeks ago. He had already bought his ticket. He is unable to go. And let me tell you something. These tickets are pretty expensive. He just wants to give his ticket away to someone who can attend the ceremony. If you would like to go to the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame ceremony uh, Friday night in Raleigh, you'll get to sit with some cool kids like me and George Whitfield and Steve Oliver and Corey Povar and Jimmy Smith and Craig Hill and and a cast of others. Uh, get in touch with me, uh, and let me know. And I will uh, get that ticket in your hand for uh, Friday night. But uh, again, if you would like to go, let me know and uh, we'll get you over there to uh, Raleigh. Heck you might even be able to ride with, I think I'm riding up there with coach Jimmy Smith. You might even be able to ride with us in his uh, big old Ford pickup truck, uh, but we'll get all that figured out. So there you go. Uh, that gets you caught up with that stuff real quick. Uh, uh, prep sports update last night in baseball only one game Bethel. Uh, according to news news sports, uh, they didn't have the pitchers who were who pitched the game, but three pitchers, uh, no hit. Uh, Hilltop Christian out of Fuquay Verena, twenty one to nothing. Bethel Christian improves to nine and three overall. Hilltop Christian falls to two and four. That was the only game that was played last night in prep baseball. The other games we have got a bunch of games tonight. Everybody's playing tonight. Uh, at four thirty today, Bethel plays again. They uh, travel to Wilmington to take on Wilmington Christian. Bethel is nine and three overall. Wilmington Christian is 8-7. Parrott is at home tonight. Their first game in uh, in a week. They are 12-7 overall. They take on Wilson Greenfield, who is 5-5. That game is at 6 o'clock. Also at 6 o'clock tonight, Kenston is at home against uh, James Keenan. Uh, Kinston is 1-10 overall. They're 0-7 in conference. And James Keenan is 6-7 overall. They're 2-4 in conference. Got three 7 o'clock games tonight. Uh, South Lenore is at east duplin uh, south north is eight and six overall they're four and three in the conference east duplin is 11 and six overall they're five and two in east central 2a play a couple of uh, eastern plains 2a games tonight aiden grifton is 11 and seven overall they're four and four in the conference they're at home against southwest Edgecomb, who is 10 and four overall three and three in the conference and then Green Central, who has just really had an amazing start to the season. They're 13 13-3 overall. They're 8-0 in the Eastern Plains 2A. They're at home against West Craven, who is 11-5 overall. They're 5-1 in the conference again. Uh, that game is at 7 o'clock. Uh, North Lenore uh, not playing tonight, but they will be on the road at CBAcock tomorrow night. Uh, uh, so uh, we'll give you more information about that. Softball last night, uh, we had... A couple of games, uh, the Bethel Christian played, but no score on that. I went everywhere. I went to max preps. I went to ENC moments. I went to uh News News sports. Nobody had that score last night, but they allegedly took on a Husky Christian. Don't know the winner of that, but how about this? Aiden Grifton won last night, 16 and uh, 16 to three over J.H. Uh, Rose. Out of Greenville, Aiden Grifton improved to 12-5 overall in the non-conference game. Rose fell to 5-11. and 11. We've got uh, four big games tonight, uh, starting at 4-30. is at home against James Keenan. Uh, Kenston still winless at 0-11 overall. 0-7 in the East Central 2A, taking on Keenan, who is 3-10 overall, 1-6 in the conference. South Lenore is at home tonight in softball there, 7-4 overall, 5-1 in the conference. And... They take on uh, East Duplin, who is undefeated in the East Central at seven and zero. They are twelve and four overall. The Panthers of East Duplin are. Parrot Academy travels to Wilson Christian. Parrot is five and four in softball. They're uh, they're taking on a Wilson Christian team that is five and seven. That game is at six o'clock, and then at seven o'clock tonight. Somebody's got to win tonight. Green Central is zero and sixteen overall, zero and eight in the Eastern Plains two A in softball. They're taking on one and thirteen West Craven, who is one and five in the conference. Again, that game is at seven o'clock. One girls soccer game last night. North Nor played Eastern Wayne really, really tough last night. However, came up with a four to three loss. They fall to six seven and one overall in the non conference game. Eastern Wayne is now eight three and two. A, a very good uh, game for. Uh, south or for north or last night even though they came up uh, with the loss uh today we've got three games bethel christian is at wilmington christian bethel was one and five overall wilmington christian is six and four uh that game is at four o'clock uh, parrot is at home against greenfield uh, parrot is four and seven overall Wilson Greenfield is 8-4, and four, and then we have a big East Central 2A showdown tonight as South Lenore is 7-7-1 seven, seven, overall. They're 3-2. They travel to Beulahville to take on East Duplin, who is 7-6-3 overall and in first place in the conference at 5-1. So there is your local sports update. We're going to get Richard Clark up here on the line with us. As we do that, though, let me thank Spence Automotive. Spence Automotive is where I get my car service. It's absolutely, positively where you should go to. Located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone Building, next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lots, Spence Automotive is owned by local sports writing legend Keith Spence and is open Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m. Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires, too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252 252- six, eight, six, 5011 The next time you need your car service or when you need new tires and tell him the Brian Hank show and Richard Clark sent you, you don't mind telling people to go to Spence automotive, right? There
1: we go. Tell them to go.
0: There you go. Sorry. Running a little bit late here, man. Just trying to, you know, being on vacation last week and trying to get back into the swing of things and everybody's playing this week. And we've got all kinds of great things going on, <laughs> but man, 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 man the nba playoffs are underway and i know the first two days of the ncaa men's basketball tournament are your favorite days of the year we've made that very clear here on the show we talked about it last month when you uh when when the ncaa tournament started but i gotta figure dude the first two or three maybe even four or five days of the nba playoffs yes the first week there you go it's got to be about the same for you isn't it
1: oh yeah this is this is it for me right here um I even get a little depressed when it's only two games a night.
0: <laughs> I so it's been fantastic. Well, let's uh jump right into last night's games, dude. And I gotta tell you, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna tell the truth. I was already in bed uh before well and in in uh sawing logs well before the Kings Warriors game ended last night, but I gotta tell you, man. I think we might have missed, uh, or and I don't know about you, because you, you were pretty nah, strong on I the Kings. There.
1: But, dude, I thought the Warriors would at least have a split oh, at this oh, point. Oh, no, I, I I thought you were saying watch the game. Um, yeah, I, I said in the beginning, I don't know how you could take the Kings over the Warriors, given the history, Um, but the Kings have held serve, so, and they look good doing it, honestly. Well,
0: 114-106 win for Sacramento last night as they go up 2 to nothing. And and again, like I said, in the interest of full disclosure, uh, my butt was in bed before that game even tipped off last night. Have seen a couple of uh, highlights on ESPN this morning. And I got to tell you, we knew going in, Sacramento was going to have a, a great home court advantage. I mean, for a for a franchise that hadn't been in the playoffs in, what, 17 years, 16, 17 yeah. years. It has been loud. It has been proud in Sacramento these first two games,
1: hasn't it? The best home court in in basketball in the NBA um, outside of the Denver altitude situation, but it's the best crowd, and and most of it's because they've been starving for so long to get a winner. So seventeen years, I mean, it's broke. Longest sport playoff draft in in sports, professional sports. So wow. Well, Good tell me a little them. bit.
0: You, watch, you watched the game last night, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I tell sure me a little did.
0: bit about that. I mean, of course, the headline coming out of it is Draymond Green being ejected from the game. And from everything I've read and everything I've heard, that pretty much sealed Golden State's uh, fate last night. But uh, just say, uh, give us uh, the recap. Kings Warriors, 114-106 for Sacramento last night.
1: Well, it certainly didn't help, but um, Draymond getting kicked out is not why they lost that game. Um Truthfully, the Kings just played better, and they played better when Fox didn't shoot like he did the first game. This has probably been the most entertaining series so far. Uh, it's been fantastic, high level shot making, because Steph has been pretty good. Although last night, um, they played Davion Mitchell on him pretty much the whole game. Uh, he did a pretty good job on him, all things considered. Uh, it was actually, and, and to bring it to Carolina, Harrison Barnes has been playing really well. So.
0: Wow. Well, uh, again, uh, like you said, Steph Curry, good game for him last night. He finishes with uh, 28 points, three rebounds, six assists, but not in 41 minutes too, by the way. But, he didn't uh,
1: shoot particularly great, which was, you know, that's a, always a win when Steph doesn't go like 10 for 12 or something ridiculous.
0: Well, I but a big win for them. And let me ask you, I mean, and we're going to break down all eight of these series here. Uh, I hope we have plenty of time to do it, but we're going to break down all eight of these series. Uh, can Golden State, does? I mean, they would have to win four of the final five games of this series to, uh, to to take it away from Sacramento or, yeah, four of the last five. Is is that a possibility? Can Golden State still come back and win this thing?
1: Oh, absolutely. First off, they've been a horrid road team all year. You know, eleven and thirty something on the road. Uh, at home, though, they're like thirty and eight. So um, they can definitely hold serve. The question is going to be what did the Kings do? Uh, they've they've been getting some pretty good contributions from other guys, and you know, the kind of the unwritten rule in the NBA is your bench guys play better at home. Yeah, and they got some decent decent play from some of their bench guys. So it's going to be interesting to see who steps up. They're really going to have to lean on probably five cents a bonus. And let me be the first to say, I think in the beginning of the year, I said that uh, the Kings traded the wrong point guard. Clearly I was wrong (laughs) because this kid has been playing fantastic.
0: That voice you listen to It's Richard Clark. He is the uh, the news editor of the Carteret County News Times. He's also our NBA and hoops expert. And of course, as I'm sitting here, uh, my computer has locked up. So uh, the other game <laughs> last night, it has, dude. I'm sitting here. Philadelphia won last night, uh, I believe 96. Beat the Nets. Yeah, beat the yep. Nets Ninety six eighty four. And again mean, And, dude, you had said this before the playoffs started, too. Uh, you weren't anticipating much in this series, had you?
1: No. And, and, Let's just say this has been the worst officiated series so far. And uh, a lot of that is the way Philadelphia plays. So maybe it's not entirely on them. Uh, the NBA's been good, really good, actually. Um, and the Nets are probably a player away, but they got a pretty good team. They'll probably get a game, but that's about it. Well, then,
0: uh, So, I mean, you've got Philadelphia then definitely going on to the next round.
1: Yeah, Ph- Philly's the better team, clearly. They have more options. And, again, they have the, pretty much the MVP. So um, they look pretty good doing it. They, they, the game turns a little bit ugly when Philly plays. Um, it's just the way they play, um, given the the big guys they have and so forth. So um, it's not the prettiest thing to watch. The Nets have actually been a little bit more competitive than I thought they might be. Mm-hmm. So, you know.
0: there. You go. Are you still there? yes I'm okay here. no no very good very good oh dude we're just having all kinds of technical issues over here now our our internet's jumped off i mean just it's just <sighs> not having a very <laughs> fun morning this morning here dude oh <laughs> uh, i know uh, as we're uh, trying to work on that right now uh as we're going along here so uh listeners have patience with us in fact uh they can't even hear us right now so we could say no we can't say anything we want to because it's gonna re- <laughs> this will be replaying today at uh three o'clock but uh, so it's just me and you right now rich anything- all right there it is <laughs> no right <laughs> oh god man it is Anyway, so uh, 76ers up uh, two games to none. Uh, the kings up two games to none, but two completely different series. You see this king and these were just talking about last night's games. You can see the kings warriors going what
1: six or seven games, I guess. Oh yeah, most definitely. I think the game, the key for this one for the kings is game three because you need to step on and, and say, while you have a chance. And like last night, for instance, at one point, the kings came down and missed. Like they were up by fourteen, I believe. And came down and missed three threes and a layup attempt in a row. So they went scoreless for X amount of period. During that time, Clay hit two threes and somebody got a tip in, Looney, I think. And all of a sudden, the lead was gone. Um, and they went home, so they were able to rebound the Kings. Uh, but, uh, you, you know, things like that happen on the road. It goes, say, you know, can you, can you weather that storm? Uh, is going to be the key to that series.
0: Uh, you're the abs- Kings
1: have got to get one up there. I mean, I don't think they can go 4-0 and at home. I just don't think that's feasible. But uh, so they probably need to get at least one game up there.
0: There you go. Uh, again, uh, Richard Clark on the line with us right now as we we're doing this. And, and I appreciate everyone who has uh, jumped in and told me we're off the air right now. <laughs> but we're back. Now we're back. So, uh, yeah. All right. Greg Clemens is listening to us right now in Hershey, Pennsylvania. How about that, dude? Wow. Wow. International audience. There (laughs) you go. There you go. Okay. uh, You said you were a little bit upset that there were only two games last night. Hey, we got three games tonight. How about that? That's right. And it starts at seven.
1: Go ahead. And two of the more entertaining series as well. Well, I I can, three of them. There you go. Well,
0: I don't know, man. Celtics Hawks. Uh, I see that being potentially a sweep, even though oh, yeah. my, my Wahoo yeah. uh, DeAndre Hunter is uh, is on the Hawks, but uh, but that is a. Let, let's break these down with those three games tonight, and we'll start with Celtics Hawks. The Hawk or uh, the Celtics lead one game to none. That game is at seven o'clock on NBA TV. Uh, your thoughts on that series to this point?
1: You're probably looking at the last three games of Trey Young in Atlanta. Really. I mean, I don't know what option they have. But, and if you get swept out of the first round with this roster they have and the, and the price tag, more importantly, you have to do something. And they're going to get swept. Boston's really good, make no mistake. Wow. The, the, the hope for Atlanta is that Brown and Tatum don't look like Brown and Tatum. That's really your only hope at this point. Well, uh,
0: kind of like what you were talking about with the 76ers and uh, that series, the 76ers and Nets. If the Hawks come away with one
1: win in this series, that would almost be an upset, right? That's absolutely. And and as we said going into this a couple weeks ago, the East is a little bit more clear cut as to who to get to the second round, although there is one big if now. But, um, you know, it's a little bit more clear cut. The next round will be when the East really picks up. There you go, and
0: uh, we'll, I know you're talking about Milwaukee, and we'll get to that here in a moment, but uh, uh, I'm more interested, go back to Trey Young for a second. I mean, here's a guy mm-hmm. that, as I mean, when we were mid-season or even beginning of season, we're thinking, man, Trey Young could be that lifelong hawk who is, you know, with the team forever and, you know, the team that he's built around. Why do you think they would get rid of Trey Young or not re-sign him or bring him back next year?
1: Well... First, you go by the rumors that he's not that fun to play with. Secondly, it's just it's – the, it's the situation, you, the rosters and the organization. You've given up a ton to get um, Dante Murray. So that kind of limits what you can do through the draft and things of that nature. You've got contracts coming up with Hunter and John Collins. You need to do something because neither one of those guys has performed to the level that you need him to, especially Hunter. Uh, so you have to do something. It's pretty clear at this point that I don't know that you can win with Trey Young being your guy because uh, if you watch that series, they are hunting Trey Young. Whoever, whoever, and by that I mean whoever has the ball tries to get him in a pick and roll and they just go at him. Uh, he's a liability on defense. So unless he's shooting the ball really well on the offensive end, now all of a sudden he comes a, a, a negative end game. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So um, I, I think that they're going to have to give some real hard looks at their roster and figure out what they want to do. And because of the Murray move and because of some of the other contract information, I just think they're stuck with having to deal Trey young.
0: Wow. I don't know, man. I, you know what, even when he was in college and he was a great college player, as we know, but when he came to the NBA, I thought too small, uh, again, like you said, a defensive liability and yes, he's had a couple of great seasons. I just don't see him being – making it to the next level. I mean, I don't see him no. being an all-NBA top 15 guy, you know?
1: He, he's not. And, and, you know, to put this closer to home for us, I worry that LaMelo is going to end up like this mm. um, in Charlotte. Just, a, you know, he puts up pretty good numbers, but the team simply can't win with him at the helm. Um, that's my fear, and I think that's the case for Trey Young. He's a really good player. I just don't know that he makes your team better. And I don't know how much – I worry the same thing with Luca at this point. Oh, you know wow. what I mean? Yeah, I really do. I mean, can he really play with somebody else that's, that's pretty good or better than the average player? Because at this point in the league, you you and I both know, you need at least, let's say, two and a half guys. So you have to be able to figure out a way to play with these guys. That's one of the things that makes Boston so good Jalen Brown has willingly stepped to the side a little bit and to let Tatum be Tatum. And by doing that, it's made the team better. Um, it's just how it works. We go back to the Miami heat days. It took Dwayne Wade stepping back for that team to become who they became. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, uh, no, no.
0: I agree with you. One hundred percent. It's just, I, I think you're verbalizing what a lot of people have thought though. And yeah, that it, and, and it is good. And again, Maybe that's what it's taken and what it's going to take for uh, Boston to make it to the next to the next level. But you said two and a half players, and I, I Marcus Smart is not just a half player. I think he's a. I think he's a bonafide star. I mean, he's again, he's not an All NBA guy, but he's definitely a top thirty, top thirty five guy in the league. Don't you think?
1: Yeah, uh, we'd oh, be right okay. there. At the, we, yeah, we'd be right there at the cusp of that, probably okay. at this point in his career. However, if you just categorize the guys like stud. Second guy, and then role player Marcus Smart's at the top of the role player list. Put okay. it that way. Well, there you go. Um, so, at the very least, he's back. I like
0: it. Uh, the next game tonight, again tonight, seven o'clock. Celtics Hawks. That's on NBA TV, and then on TNT at seven thirty. Knicks Cavaliers. And you see you know, and folks should know. You and I message each other back and forth quite a bit, man. I mean, we do. Uh, uh, and one of the things you said, interesting to me while well, we were watching, uh, the game one of that, uh, other night, uh, Cavaliers Knicks with the Knicks leading that now one another, and nothing you, I, I don't even want to bite into it. Uh, tell everybody what you told me about, uh, what's, what was so interesting about the Knicks Cavaliers series? I don't even know. <laughs> oh, well, we talked to, well, no, what you said was that I thought was super interesting was uh, whoever wins it. Yeah, that's all in good, but whoever loses this series is going to yeah, have a long yeah. offseason and is going yeah. to have a lot of questions answered. Uh, delve into that.
1: Well, there, there, there's been some questionable – well, there's been people questioning some of the moves made by the Cavaliers, not sure up the position that they needed to sure up, and they're being exposed. Their wings are terrible. Wade and um, uh, I forget the other rookie's name, the boy from Florida State, not rookie, but the kid from Florida State, um, they've just been really bad. And they had an opportunity with Kevin Love to, to either trade or do something, and they didn't. The Knicks on the flip side, they're older team. I mean, you got Randall and Mitchell Robinson. Um, Brunson obviously is there to stay because he's a hero at this point. Um, but they're going to have the decisions to make because they're not getting the most out of R.J. Barrett. You know, he's kind of falling into what we were just talking about with Marcus Smart. He's a role guy at this point. So I think that if the Knicks lose this series, they got to seriously look at getting away from Julius Randle uh, because of the money and the, the log jam at that position. On the flip side, the Cleveland really needs to look at their roster and figure out what moves they can make because they have a lot of pieces that are really good, but you're just a little bit short.
0: i got to tell you, dude, and I don't know if you're going to agree. We've not talked about this before, so I don't know if you're going to agree with me or not, but – I really had huge, large, just incredible aspirations for RJ Barrett. And I and obviously he's definitely not lived up to it. Uh, I mean, he was just such a great player that he's one and out, one, you know, one year and out at Duke. I thought he had an NBA body. I thought he was I thought of all the players other than Brandon uh over that stretch that came through uh duke you know the one and dones i really had high aspirations for rj barrett and by golly dude he's not really lived up to any of them dude
1: well you know truthfully he what he is is andrew wiggins you know a canadian kid that came out that everybody talked about was so athletic and then when they got to america and played college ball you were like he's not even the most athletic guy on his team and when you develop your game, this is one of the problems with being a super athlete in basketball early on. You come to rely on it. And then, then you don't actually have the skill set when you get to a next level and all of a sudden your athleticism doesn't work. Now, obviously, we're splitting hairs. This kid's made it to the NBA. Yeah, so, you yeah. know, we're not, uh, we're, we're not trying to act like he can't play. But he's not the superstar we thought he was going to be because of that.
0: Well, if I do, again, your ears to the ground a lot more than mine is. You're that's why we have you on every Tuesday. You're our NBA expert, but wasn't there a, a scurry for him when, uh, when he was drafted, I, I remember, uh, Miami wanted to take a shot at him. Didn't I, I even think Charlotte wanted him, didn't he? What was take us back in time to, uh, the drafting of, uh, of, uh, Barrett. Well,
1: truthfully, um, he, the draft really fell off, if you remember, was Zion and job Yeah. But the year before that, RJ was the number one player coming out of high school. So there was this, again, before everybody kind of saw everything, um, they had this image that he was going to be the next great thing. And he's got I, – I, I'm not trying to denigrate the kid because really he's got the entire skill set. He just doesn't – he's not the explosive athlete everybody thought he was, put it that way. Well, because he can do some of everything, no question.
0: Well, here's what confuses me about him: is he just in the wrong situation, Rich? I mean, if he were, if he were in, heck, if if he were in Miami, maybe even in Charlotte, would he not be a better (laughs) player? Probably.
1: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. At one hundred percent, I think he's in the bad spot because Tibbs is loyal to certain guys and. um, particularly defensive-minded guys, which, again, in this series is ironic because the guy that is the Knicks traded for midseason is exactly the guy that Cleveland needs in Josh Hart. Um, but Josh Hart is taking minutes from R.J. Barrett. Wow. So, yeah, it's, it's an interesting situation. If you took Hart or Barrett and put them on the Cavaliers, they'd be contending for a title right now.
0: Another one of your text messages to me over the over the weekend, too. I believe you said that. that You, you were like, you know who Cleveland
1: needs? Josh Hart. Yeah. I mean, they, they they so badly need an athlete to cover. I mean, they got Wade and um, Osman out there, and they're a complete liabilities. And then they tried to go small, but Rubio can't stay in front of any of the small guys, and he can't guard any of the big guys. Um, so I, I don't know what they're going to do, especially given the Knicks' size, cause they pounded them on the glass. And to be fair, Mobley played pretty poorly for Mobley. Well, there you go.
0: Who wins that series? Knicks Cavaliers with the Knicks up one to nothing going into game two tonight on TNT. I,
1: I'm going to stay with the, with the Cavaliers, but probably only because of my man love for Donovan Wilson. <laughs> I mean, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. <laughs> yeah.
0: You you confused when you said the words "man love" came out of your mouth. You you, you just it, it threw you all. off. Did you say Don Wilson? By the way,
1: no, Donovan Wilson <laughs> plays for the Cowboys. Let's be clear on that. <laughs> Tell everybody who Don Wilson is. Don Wilson is, used to be your circulation director for all that area, Kingston and Newberg
0: oh man you know we got to tag him on this now right yeah yeah he'll get a kick out <laughs> right. of i love him man thank the world of him okay so that's nick's cavaliers the other game tonight uh another you said it intriguing series is 10 o'clock it is tip off for clippers Suns tonight uh the clippers actually lead the series one to nothing in that too Another one, I had Mark Panicelli on yesterday, uh, Rich, and we didn't dive, super dive into uh, NBA playoffs because I knew we would, you and I would be doing this today. But I called it overreaction Monday yesterday. Oh, my God. The Clippers are going <laughs> to beat the Suns. Oh, my God. Uh, Milwaukee's going to lose to Miami, yada, yada, yada. But I, how shocked would you be if the Clippers did end up winning this series? Um,
1: if – Kawhi's going to do what he's been doing for the last, I think, since the All-Star break. You know that Kawhi, since the All-Star break, is shooting 57% and I think 48% from three? Wow. If, if Kawhi's going to be that guy, then I think the Suns might be in trouble. Because uh, he's the one guy that's playing in the league right now that you can put head-to-head with Durant and not give up anything. You know what I mean? He's the – He's. A, it's, I used to say this about when the Cowboys got Deion Sanders. The reason they won Super Bowls is because we could line him up on Jerry Rice and be like, okay, we're good now. <laughs> and until that point, Rice had torches. Durant torches everybody except Kawhi. And it's not that he necessarily stops him defensively. It's that he can get all the points back on the other end. So it's, it's a net positive
0: dude if 20 years from now yeah i'm getting totally off uh off the reservation here on this one rich but if 20 years from now it turns out that you know what it's 2023 now say 2020 or 2043 it's discovered that Kawhi leonard was an alien from uh i don't know from uh somewhere in our galaxy and he was dropped in here and you know and all that how shocked would you be
1: not incredibly.
0: <laughs> me I mean, either, maybe. that's a
1: that's a strange cat. He really, you know. He just he's just a strange cat. How many of uh, I this is probably way inside baseball, so I forgive me. But how many takes you think it took in that Jack Harlow commercial to get Kawhi to smile? Dude, a hundred. A hundred and twenty.
0: <laughs> well, you remember, and we don't have time. If I'd have thought we were going to talk about this, I'd have pulled it up on YouTube. But listeners, go to YouTube and just there's a, compilations of Kawhi laughing. Okay. And he does. He seems like an alien that is trying to learn what humans do.
1: He's wearing, he's wearing a human body and he's trying to, (laughs) you know, think men in black when the roach became that guy. There you go. That's pretty much what this is. But,
0: and that's what I mean. It's like, you know, it's like he's observing humans. Okay. This is how they laugh, but they gave (laughs) but whatever, for whatever reason, they gave him just extraordinary basketball skills and, Dude, he—he's just a. I'm going to use one of your things, man. He's just a different cat, isn't
1: he? Yeah, he's definitely a different cat. But you also got to tip your hat because he was not this guy when he came in the league. No. So clearly, make no mistake. Clearly, this kid put the put the time in, put the work in, because he was not this guy. He he couldn't shoot really at all when he got to the Spurs. And look now, what I just tell you, yeah. from three over a two-month period. Come on, man. And he's got he that like he's, he's got that nine? Richard
0: he's got that Richard Clark broke jump shot looking thing too that somehow it goes in. Dude, sorry, I didn't mean to take a shot at you there, but well dude, your strength never was jump shooting. You were a game no, manager, huh? you know, you're a guy on no. the court that directed everybody and had eyes in the back and sides of your head and could get the ball anywhere you wanted to. Jump shooting wasn't particular I mean, you could hit him every once in a while, but that wasn't particularly your skill.
1: Well, we didn't grow up with the Three. No, I mean, as you and I were joking about, that wasn't even on on the floor when we played. (laughs) The year after I graduated, dude, I graduated high
0: school in '87. There you go. And in the '87 '88 was the first year the North Carolina High School Athletic Association had the three pointer. So. That tells you uh, that tells you much more than you need to know about me. Okay? Yeah, that yeah, that I'm really old. Too. That I'm an old man. <laughs> there you go. Okay, uh, just real quick, uh, who wins that series? Uh, Suns Clippers. You still got Suns?
1: Yes, yeah, but uh, now I'm a little nervous if I have money on this because you know, I, I, after Kawhi's performance, I went back and looked, and he's been pretty pretty good since that since All Star break. And if he's going to be that guy consistently, watch out. Because the Clippers got a deep roster, make no mistake, and they're missing Paul George right now. Wow. Uh, um, yeah, So, and they're deep. They are very deep. Um, yeah. Now, I don't know that you get the effort out of Zubac again that you got the first game, and that could be a game changer. And you know Kevin Durant's going to come out and play a little bit differently this time. Oh, you definitely
0: know. Okay, let's get to the last three series, and all three of these games will be tomorrow night. 7.30, the first game is uh, Lakers-Grizzlies, man. And as a Celtics fan, man, and yeah, I got a little Bill Simmons in me here, there's nothing that warms the deep, dark cockles in my heart, Richard Clark, than to see the Lakers struggle. And nothing depresses me more than to see the, the Lakers succeed. Dude, with everything going on, they really, I mean, dude, if John Morant's going to be out any uh, sort of time, I don't see any reason why the Lakers can't win the series, especially with them up now, one uh, one game to none. And the line for tomorrow night's game is even. They don't even have anybody favored in tomorrow night's game, dude. Lakers, Grizzlies.
1: Well, first off, you could, if you put your tinfoil hat on, you can make the case that the league is trying to set this up to get some of the big markets in the whole thing because the lakers have just luck after luck after luck if you want to call it luck. the grizzlies all the big the grizzlies big men are gone and now john moran's hurt so wow on top of that they're the only that's the only series getting three days rest between games and who happens to have the oldest player in the league oh the lakers <laughs>
0: Dude, my bad. but but speaking of aliens, and at least LeBron's got a little bit of a personality. But dude, how is he able to keep doing? I mean, and, and believe me, I don't think I'm sitting here trying to start the old, the age old argument of uh, you know MJ versus LeBron because I am going to take to my grave that Michael Jordan was the greatest basketball player of yeah, all time. There, I really there, am.
1: that ain't he, even, uh, that ain't even discussion.
0: But but let me say this, so Richard Clark. Man, you gotta give some respect to a man that's been in the league, what, for twenty He's been in the league longer than he's been alive, dude. Or yeah. wait a minute, let me get that right. He, he he's thirty eight, so he's played twenty of his thirty eight years. He's been in the league longer than he's not been in the league. How about that? That's what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and done it and done it at a let's, at a at a the way you should have done it. Put it that way. You know, he hadn't been in trouble, hadn't done anything stupid, and he's built an empire. Call it whatever you want, but it is what it is. Um, so you you got to tip your hat to that. I, I would, again, putting on the tinfoil hat, you got to wonder, because you've seen this guy lately. I mean, we, we roasted Barry Bond for the way he looked at one point and the way he ended up. Look at LeBron. Yeah. I mean, really? We're not going – and, and I, and you know, again, tinfoil hat here. You know, he, after seeing what happened to baseball, <laughs> the NFL and the NBA completely punted on steroids. Yeah, they roll some nobody out there and suspend them every year. But it's never really anybody. But Jesus, look at LeBron. Go look at when he came out and see what he looked like yeah. compared to now. Baggy jeans, baggy shorts, baggy tank top. And now he's just a monster absolute monster now by all accounts LeBron has put the work in so you know let's take the tempo hat off and just give him the credit he probably deserves but man yeah because you have to take the hat off for that long and being that good now he has learned how to play how to take time off during the game because he's so smart basketball wise I mean he really is and and so he doesn't give you the effort on defense and if you're not going to Exploit that, you're in trouble. You have to exploit that early in the game to make him defend, or he's going to be able to rest. And frankly, he didn't do much of anything in that game the other night. So watch out this time. Well,
0: here's what I listen I may not be a fan of LeBron, but I respect the heck out of him, which I know you do too. I mean, I'm positive yeah, that absolutely. you
1: do too. I, I'm just half joking when we were talking about yeah. what we were talking about.
0: But the thing about him that I, and there's several things I respect, it's like you said, dude. Other than, I mean, the the only negative that he has really done is the decision, and decision. I mean, and, that's right. And everybody st- keeps wanting to hold that over his head. It is what it is,
1: and it was stupid at the time. But you know what?
0: Who did he hurt in that?
1: Seriously, you know right. what that was, though. You know what that was. This is my, what I think that was. I think this is, that was LeBron's signing day because he never had one. Yeah, uh, that's true. And, and get up there with your hats on the table. And make all that. And to keep in mind, when he did that, he was a kid. It wasn't like he was, you know, 30. Yeah. He was young then. Yeah. So, you know, and he admitted that he wouldn't do it that way again. Well, I, now I, that being said, that's only probably because he got criticism for it. But, you, you know, go.
0: but, and think about it. I love what you said and you're absolutely right, Rich. I mean, he's really not done. I mean, you, he's not been arrested. He's not done, you know, some of the stupid thing. I mean, I'm thinking about just off the top of my head here. You know, John Morant, you know, who everybody's yep. trying to christen as the next, uh, you know, the next superstar, he's never really done anything to hurt his reputation. He's a family yep. man. He loves his children. He's at, he's at his children's ball games, just like any other father would be, I Dude, and he and he again he is playing at an incredibly high level. He's incredibly high
1: level for this age, make no mistake.
0: Well, I just I think in you, this is your and my generation. I remember Kareem in his last two or three years, he was a contributor, but he was not a star his last two or three years.
1: No, absolutely not.
0: And but that's not the deal with LeBron. LeBron is still one of the top 10 players, heck, maybe even top six or seven players in the NBA, Rich.
1: Yeah, he, he, and athletically, he, you could see a little fall off, but it's not so much that you're just like, you know, wow, this guy's 150 years old. Now, to be clear, if you put, say, the Detroit Pistons game and LeBron's first playoff appearance, you put that game on and watch that, you will go, whoa, because he's not that athlete anymore. But he's learned how to play. Well, he's well. learned how I think. I think what you're really seeing more than anything else is Kobe saw Jordan change over the course of his career, and Kobe was able to make some changes that helped him extend his career. And you see LeBron learn from them to do some of the same thing. Well, tell you what,
0: dude, we're up against the clock. We've got a couple of minutes left here. It was just Lakers, Grizzlies. Like, dude, I think the Lakers are going to win this series now. Your thoughts?
1: Yes, I don't. I think you're absolutely right. I don't see any path because, first of all, the problem, even with John Moran on the floor, is they don't have any big men. I mean, they were playing all Dom Memphis was, and he's completely overmatched. Completely overmatched. They might as well have had me standing on your shoulders playing out there. <laughs> uh, that would not be good for either
0: one of us. Uh, so there you go. Hey, dude, we've, like I said, we've really only got a couple minutes. Just real quick, Heat Bucks, especially, uh, what are we hearing about Giannis?
1: By all accounts, he's ready to go. Okay. I'm sure he's going to be sore, so it'll probably take a game or two. Um, I might would even sit him because uh, I think they can win this game, especially with Hero out. So um, I think they can win it without him. If it was me, I'd probably sit it.
0: Panicelli said, and I talked about this yesterday, and I've got to get your thoughts on this. I, I've never been a big fan of Hero. I mean, I'm a Hero neutral. I mean, I, I don't like him. I don't dislike him. But I talk about getting respect for, for, for someone. Breaks his hand catches a pass, shoots a three-pointer with a broken hand, Richard Clark.
1: Yeah, it didn't look good,
0: though. <laughs> no, it didn't look good, but, dude, just the fact that, dude, bear in mind that pass was zipped over to him. When you see the replay, he caught it with a broken hand and then takes yes. a three-pointer with it, dude. Yeah, hey, again, I'm I'm hero neutral, I, but I respect the heck out of him for that one play, dude.
1: Yeah, see, he – he's turned into a player too, so he's clearly put the work in as well because he was not this guy when he came out of college. So you got to tip your hat to that. You know, I don't know if it was the guy you were just talking about, but one of them said that this is a bigger loss for Miami as it is for the Bucks losing Giannis. And oh, I was like, Lord. come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, somebody, yeah, somebody
0: was smoking something there. Okay, uh, who's going to uh, – Bucks going to win that, even though Miami leads yeah, one to I Yeah,
1: think, I think the Bucs huh, – I think the zombie Heat. Uh, try to get make it a series but i think that ultimately the Bucks pull away there you go and then the last one timberwolves nuggets uh the
0: nuggets just uh they look good didn't they They look fantastic man and this is exactly what Jokic needs to uh not just this series i think they need to go deep in the playoffs this year
1: yeah i 100 percent agree he's got to get to the conference final
0: well there you go listen uh richard clark uh, did you get to, we've got literally 20 seconds. Do you want to give me any NASCAR insights from, uh, from, uh, the big Hendrick motorsports win on Sunday?
1: Uh, they stole that one. <laughs> I mean, they, <laughs> yeah. they, they weren't, you know what I mean? They weren't even up there, but that whole race was really weird. All of a sudden, the whole field was inverted, and you're like, what happened? I got Scott uh, Whittington
0: know. sitting across from me, who was at the race in Martinsville on Sunday, and uh, he is shaking his head so hard his glasses almost fell off. He was agreeing with you so much, okay?
1: Well, make no mistake, though. Uh, I, he, Kyle Larkin was kinder than I would have been. I would have totally wrecked Joey Logano. <laughs> hey. As many times as he's wrecked somebody to win a race, I took him out.
0: You mean America's hero? You mean America's hero, Joey Logano,
1: right? If you say so, (laughs)
0: Scott. What do you? I got Scott's got the headphones on now. What do you want to say to what Rich just said, there, dude? You know, don't call him America's
1: hero. (laughs) 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 That race was really weird. (laughs) Well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, all of a sudden you look up and all the leaders are like 25th, and you're like, what's going on? So, and it had to be especially weird being there too scott yes yeah because you don't have the, you don't have yep. the, the the benefit of somebody telling you what happened so listen. yeah
0: well listen uh richard clark carter county uh news times carolina coast online.com our nba expert i can't wait to talk to you we will have some teams that have already made it to the second round when we talk to you next tuesday can't wait to talk to you my friend thank you so much for joining us this morning Thanks for me. There you go. That's Richard Clark. Uh, you just heard Scott Whittington's voice. He's going to be helping me co-host here in the second hour. As and we're going to have Tuesdays with Trez. We're going to have uh, Gary Smith on from Lenore Community College. That'll be in our second hour of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.